0: this morning in our sermon series looking at some of the I am sayings of Jesus in John's um, gospel. So in preparation for, for hearing God's word read and proclaimed, let's pray together. God, open our hearts and minds to your word for us this day. We pray that it would take root there. It would grow us and transform us that we might bear fruit for your kingdom. We pray this
1: in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's scripture lesson is from the Gospel of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 9. Listen for God's word. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vineyard keeper. He removes any of my branches that don't produce fruit, and He trims any branch that produces fruit so that that it will produce even more fruit. You are already trimmed because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. A branch cannot produce fruit by itself, but it must remain in the vine. Likewise, you cannot produce fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you cannot do anything. If you do not remain in me, you will be like a branch that is thrown out and dries up. Those branches are gathered up, thrown into a fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask for whatever you want, and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified when you produce much fruit, and in this way prove that you are my disciples. As the Father loved me, I too loved you. Remain in my love. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks Thanks be be to God.
0: Well, I am by no stretch of the imagination a farmer or a gardening pro. Now, we've had a small vegetable garden in our backyard every summer that we've been here in in Rollsville. Just a few raised beds with some tomatoes, some squash, zucchini, uh, peppers. You can tell I'm not a pro because of how close I planted my tomato plants to each other this year. Uh, they, they wound and grew all up and on top of each other and uh, therefore competed against themselves and therefore did not produce as much fruit. Plants are, are vulnerable, fragile, tricky things. I can only imagine the steep learning cur- curve I would have, have if I ever stepped up my game to something like, mm, let's say, grapes, cultivating grape vines. Grapes are, are grapevines are hardy, but they also require lots of care and lots of pruning to produce quality grapes. You can't just plant a, a grapevine and, and let it go and, and expect it to yield good fruit. Grape uh, grapevines, good grapevines, so I've learned, require cutting and then more cutting. You have to pay attention to the soil and mildew. You have to train the vine up a trellis. Grapevines like many other plants, are can be fragile, vulnerable things. And a vine is exactly what Jesus says about himself in today's scripture passage. I am the true vine. I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, then you will produce much fruit. Without me, you can't do anything. Jesus utters this, this I am saying in John's gospel um, right in the middle of a section known as the Farewell Discourse. Uh, Jesus has shared with his disciples about what's going to happen to him, and so he's trying to, to reassure, to teach them about life and, and being together after he's gone. So he says things like, "Just as I have loved you, love one another." Or, "I will not leave you orphaned." Or, "I will send and give you the Holy Spirit." Or, "My peace I, I give to you. My peace I leave with you." And then, "I am the vine." Now, when his disciples heard this, it would have been virtually impossible for them not to be familiar with grapevines in general. I mean, they were all over that area of of, um, of Palestine, that area of the Mediterranean. It would also have been impossible for them not to think of the Hebrew scriptures and the rich metaphor of vine in the Old Testament. In fact, they would have been hearing about themselves because Hebrew prophets envisioned Israel as a vine. God brought the vine out of Egypt, cleared the ground, planted the vine, watched over it, but Israel turns out to be a vineyard that... That produces the wrong kind of fruit, bad fruit of idolatry and injustice. But early in the, in the book of the prophet Isaiah, the prophet warns that God will allow this vineyard to be destroyed and briars and thorns will grow there. And later in Isaiah, there's a more redemptive picture of the vineyard as the prophet declares that God, the vineyard keeper, will care for the vineyard and will, will shelter it from danger and drought so that it yields beautiful fruit. The vine is is vulnerable, fragile Israel. If grapevines are vulnerable and fragile, then this I am statement reveals just how perilous the incarnation was. Just how vulnerable God became when Jesus was born. Just how fragile God was willing to be for us in our salvation. The risk of love. I love how Duke Professor Lauren Winter writes about this metaphor. She says, it's as if Jesus studied the Hebrew scriptures and found the most precarious depiction of humanity he could and said, this is who I am, allying with humanity when it is most endangered. When Jesus says, I am the vine. He's pointing to the beautiful and loving risk and vulnerability of God coming to live with Us. I am the vine, as Jesus is saying, I have come down from the throne to be a part of the vineyard with you. My Father is the vineyard keeper. It means when we feel most at risk, most vulnerable, most fragile, when when life feels perilous, Jesus is right there with us. Like in a season such as this. Fragile. Close to withering. And yet if we remain and abide with him, we will not wither up, but we'll find life and strength and power from him as our vine. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. That's the way the relationship goes. Branches grow from the vine not the other way around. We receive life and power and purpose when we are connected to and remain in Jesus and his love. Branches that decide to go it alone, to to, to try life without the life of the vine, they soon realize their mistake. They wither. Have you ever been there? Let me confess to you this morning that I can't even begin to count a number of times since moving here to start Village Church Rollsville that I've essentially said to Jesus, let me try to do this apart from you and then if I need you, I'll try to graft myself back into the vine. I focus on the fruit and trying to produce it, results and success and wins and I wonder why the fruit I am intent on seeing, the fruit I try to force to happen doesn't and I am left withered, in a withered state, feeling disconnected from Jesus because I am disconnected, frustrated by my own frailty because I am frail, because I forgot to remain in I am, remain in the true vine, forget where the power and the strength and the ability and the life to do the work God calls us to do actually comes from. I'm guessing you could probably tell a story like that too. Where you plunged ahead and tried to produce the fruit while not realizing that you were actually connect, disconnected, rather, from the vine. The only way that we stay connected to God's strength and power. The only way we bear fruit is by staying connected to Jesus. In other words, by being a branch. That's the continuation of the I am statement. Jesus says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Jesus is not just telling us who he is, but telling us who we are because of who he is. Who we are in him and how we are to be connected to him being the fruitful people God designed us to be. Imagine yourself as a branch. Imagine yourself as a branch for just a minute. Not the vine, not the fruit, the branch. Perhaps even if you have room, you might even stand up and, and hold your arms out like this beside you, right? On one end, feel yourself uh, connected to the vine. On, on the other end, feel, uh, feel yourself holding up fruit. On one end is the very source of life and power and strength. And on the other end, whatever it is that makes us feel productive or successful Or secure? The question that confronts us in Jesus' statement is this Which way do we turn and look for strength in life? Which way? Which way do we turn for validation? Do we look toward the fruit or toward the vine? If we're honest, it's almost impossible not to focus on the, on the fruit. So much of our worth is measured by, by what we produce. It's a, it's a do-to-be mentality. We get a sense of strength and, and life and power based on how much we get done, how successful we are, how productive our day was, the degree to which desired outcomes were achieved, goals reached. We can feel pretty good when, we're, when we feel like we're producing well. It's energizing. We feel whole and validated and powerful. But when we aren't, well, I don't have to tell you, it can be disastrous. It's part of why so many people are are, are struggling right now. This is a season when we have been forced to be less productive, less successful, less achieving. We might look and see what looks like little fruit. And when we focus on that Instead of Jesus, we cease to be healthy branches. But we will never bear fruit that lasts, never be the disciples who are called to bear fruit, if we look more towards the fruit than toward the vine that is Jesus. The fruit is not up to us, we are a branch. Fruit bearing is not something that branches do by brute force of will. Neither do branches live off of their own fruit. The fruit is for someone else, not the branch. It's not for us. I forgot to mention that we did splurge this year and plant some cantaloupes in our garden. Uh, We've gotten a couple small ones from from the vine. Uh, One cantaloupe fruit ended up hanging. Uh, suspended in the air, and so it wasn't supported by the ground, and so the weight of the fruit snapped it off uh, the vine. Once again, an indictment on the gardener. Uh, Here's the truth. When that happened, the fruit did not keep the branch alive. The branch withered because it was not connected to the vine, to the plant, and the cantaloupe didn't get any bigger because the branch was disconnected. However, my boys did still enjoy eating it. Friends, our vocation is to to let God's power and life flow through us. We don't draw worth and power and strength from the fruit, but from the vine. Our job is to be a, a branch declaring our dependence upon Jesus Christ upon the vine and then the fruit happens looking to Jesus and not what we produce for ultimate life and power and worth Jesus is the vine we are the branches our choice as a branch is to remain and abide in him so the question is if Jesus is the vine and we are the branches how do we remain in him How do we abide when there's so much to be done, when we'd rather get to work, work hard, see the fruits of our labor? Jesus names one way that at first seems kind of strange. We're trimmed and pruned. I am the true vine. My father is the vineyard keeper. He trims any branch that produces fruit so that it will produce even more fruit. A real gardener knows that sometimes pruning involves not just taking off the dead, lifeless branches, but also those that still have life but may inhibit the overall strength and vitality and fruitfulness of the vine. To be a branch in the vine, that is, Jesus means submitting to pruning. Yes, that that might mean trimming off dead, lifeless parts of us. Regrets, living in the past... Resentment, envy, unwillingness to change, workaholism, comparison, prejudices that can be painful. it also means it also means cutting away other goals and ambitions, tasks and priorities that aren 't dead that, that still have life but might be sucking energy and affecting our connection. To God and our fruitfulness for God's kingdom. We've been getting every month in the mail, maybe some of you get these too, um, from Duke Progress Energy, a kind of like energy audit. Every month it tells us what's been consuming the most of our energy in our house. Surprise, surprise, air conditioning, right, until yesterday. Um, I wonder what a what a spiritual energy audit would look like for us. What would a a report say about the areas of our life that deserve the most energy? What would it reveal about what is actually consuming most of our energy? If Jesus is the vine and we are the branches, we have to allow ourselves to be pruned For what really, really matters. The other way that we, the branch, abide in Jesus the vine is by staying in love with him. As the Father has loved me, I too have loved you. Remain in my love, Jesus says. In other words, have relational contact points with Jesus in the same way you would with anyone that you deeply love. That that means remaining and staying in connection with the community that Jesus loved and gave his life for. We call the church that knows him and loves him and celebrates him as Lord. That means remaining people of prayer and worship, seeking to be present with Jesus, listening and sharing. That means learning and and growing in reading about Jesus in the Bible, loving him more as we know him more and, and knowing him more as we love him more. That means Meeting Jesus and people that we serve. Staying in love with Jesus. Abiding. I'm reminded of this, this great and, and beautiful prayer from the Apostle Paul in his letter to the Ephesians where Paul prays for followers of Jesus to be rooted in love so that we would have the power to grasp how long and how wide and how high and how deep is the love of of Christ Jesus. And then Paul finishes this prayer by by giving glory to God who is able to do far more than we could ask or imagine by God's power at work within us. When, When we maintain connection, relational connection points with Jesus Christ, when we cling to the vine more tightly than to the fruit, we remain in his love and then God, then God is able to do more through us than we could ever imagine. Way more than we could ever muster on our own. Way more beautiful fruit, longer lasting fruit. Than we could ever produce by trying to, to squeeze it out of ourselves. Friends, th- in this particular season it can be easy to feel fruitlessness. It can be easy to feel disconnected and, and, and cut off. let's make sure, let's make sure we're depending on the vine for life and power and not the fruit we're trying to produce. Jesus is the vine. We are the branches. We are bound, grafted in with the Savior, the Lord of all. A Lord and Savior, a vine intent on producing fruit. For God's kingdom, fruit that is beautiful and life giving and, and lasting. Branches do not bear fruit apart from the vine, but they do support the fruit. We are extensions of Jesus. The fruit people see hangs off of us. Once we bear fruit, others see what or whom. We rely on in what and in whom we locate and lodge our strength and power. May they see as we see nothing less than Jesus. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.